on the streets of L.A. with Larry Elder, gubernatorial candidate in the recall against King Gavin Newsom all the way out in California, uh, had an egg thrown at his head by a white woman in a gorilla mask. So I would imagine that your Dem and your lefty crowd would say that's racism because it sure seems like it, especially in their book. Uh, fortunately, Larry was okay. The lady had terrible aim and uh, was about three feet away and completely missed him. Again, that's not to dismiss the factor that it's the fact that it's absolutely terrible, uh, but it just shows that people like that can't do anything well. Uh, also, Jen Psaki at the White House said some interesting things yesterday. President Biden is going to give a, an address on COVID rollout plans later this afternoon. Uh, also, some interesting statistics on race and politics. All of this and more coming up on this episode of The Joe Bob Show. Stay tuned. It starts right now. Three, two, one. Here we go! Live from a dingy bunker completely cut off from the outside world except for you fine folks. My name is Joe Bob. This is The Joe Bob Show. Today it is Thursday. Little Friday, September 9th, 2000, sorry, yeah, 2021. Uh, we're two days away from the 20th anniversary of 9-11, which is, I don't know, just interesting to watch and see, especially the younger generation. I was 10 years old when that happened, so I vividly remember watching the news with my mom in the morning, uh, I think I was in fifth grade, uh, and seeing what was going on on TV. I, I, I remember that, but I'm probably the last generation to, not generation, but the last like age group to see that because they're kids that are younger than me. They weren't, they're either weren't alive, obviously, or weren't able to make memories like that and don't remember how awful of a day September 11, 2001 was. Uh, to them, it's just something that happened in history. So I think it is important 20 years down the road that we kind of take a really strong look back at, at what the United States went through and our response to that and kind of the fallout of it and you know the hopeful attempt to never let that sort of thing happen again. But again, September 11th, obviously, this Saturday, uh, commemorating 20 years after the 9-11 World Trade Center attacks uh, also the Pentagon attacks and the flight that was down in Pennsylvania. Um, anyways, wow, didn't know I was going to go there, but just saying the date, it's kind of on my mind a little bit. But anyways, want to talk about uh, several different things. Uh, Larry Elder had an egg thrown at his head uh, earlier, sorry, yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday uh, by a lady in a gorilla mask. want to play that whole video for you in just a little bit uh, and talk about that whole situation unraveling in California, Gavin Newsom uh, probably getting a little bit scared. How, having said that, I don't know how scared he would be given how fast and loose California plays with election laws. Anybody who's breathed, anybody fogging a mirror can submit a ballot in California. If you don't know that, you should. California election laws are insanely loose. 
On top of the fact we have motor voter and we send ballots to literally anybody with a heartbeat in California, we also send people, send ballots to people who have since passed or moved to a different state because we don't purge the voter rolls. And on top of that, we had judge, former judge Steve, retired judge Steve Bailey on a couple weeks ago that informed us that the Secretary of State in California, which is responsible for overseeing all of voter fraud cases in the great state of California with 22 million registered voters, has two people to do that. So can't imagine that King Gavin's getting all that worried given how ridiculous our voter laws are, uh, which is unfortunate. But nevertheless, I do think Larry has a shot and we're not going to have any idea until a week after September 14th on Tuesday, uh, which is when the election is. Quite frankly, I don't think we're going to have any idea who won 10 years from now. There'll they'll be a winner picked. I will have no idea who actually won the election. Again, because California plays fast and loose with election laws. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into. I also, uh, before we get into all of that crazy fun stuff, I want to tell you about capitalist propaganda. Actually, all the capitalist propaganda gear is now available at the Joe Bob Show Shop. <laughs> the Joe Bob Show Shop which is in the show notes if you click right down below you or at the top. I don't know where you're watching this, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, uh, any of those places. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Joe Bob Show slash shop. You can get all of this awesome gear. This is probably my favorite new t-shirt out there right now. It's in the mail for me. I'm, I'm going to get it probably next week, and I will be wearing it all over the place. This is the, the Joe Biden catchphrase t-shirt. What? Said Joe Biden, uh, which is, again, his catchphrase. He loves to say, Huh? What? I don't know. Uh, apparently in all the meetings. Also, if, again, if you're in California, the Corruptifornia t-shirt is live at the Joe Bob Show Shop and Capitalist Propaganda. Also, the ever-popular recall, King Gavin Newsom, Obama-ized. Uh, if you remember the Obama, look at, check out this Joe Biden shirt. Do you remember the 2008 Obama t-shirts that had a picture of a statesly Obama looking off into the distance? with change or hope at the bottom of it. And it's the same thing, except for with Joe Bidenized or Gavin Newsomized. So head on over to the Joe Bob Show Shop in the show notes. Uh, you can see all of that stuff there. There's also like coffee mugs. The gas station stickers are awesome. The uh, Joe, Bo Joe Biden pointing at your gas prices saying, I did that. Gas prices higher than Hunter Biden and the ever popular Trump missed me yet. You can stick on any of your local gas stations. If you want, I'm not advocating that you do that because maybe that's personal property vandalism. I don't actually know, but uh, they're available if you choose to do that. Actually, you probably got permission from your gas station attendant before you do any of that stuff, right? Right. Anyways, head on over to the Joe Bob Show Shop where you can get all of that stuff and more. Uh, get all of the gear that tell your socialist friends that their ideas totally suck at the Joe Bob Show Shop. Uh, want to get into the first thing of the day, then we'll talk about Larry Elder, because uh, that's going to take up a decent amount of time, I think. Uh, Jen Psaki at the White House yesterday uh, was asked about the new vaccine mandates, sorry, the new COVID mandates coming out. And she said some interesting things. want to play this clip, uh, probably about 30 seconds here, of Jen Psaki being pressed at the White House, White House press briefing. Room. Well, should we just anticipate the president to say much of what he's already said to urge those entities to take action or will there be something new that's actionable 
There will be new steps the president announces tomorrow, absolutely. And will any of those new steps influence uh, the average American's day-to-day -day life? Should we expect any new mitigation recommendations, as an example? It depends on if you're vaccinated or not. So Go ahead. Possible Whoa. Something new. There are, there, are six new, there are six steps the president's announcing. There will be new components, as I noted and you noted. Uh, some of that will be related to access to testing. Some will be related to uh, mandates. Uh, some will be related to how we ensure kids are protected in schools. And we'll have more. We'll preview more tomorrow as all the pieces are finalized. But there will be new components um, that, sure, will, of course, impact people across the country. But we're also all working together to get the, uh, the virus under control, to return to our, our normal lives lives. Whoa, so that was interesting from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, about the new COVID plan that the Biden administration is going to roll out tonight around 5 p.m. But if it's any indication of his past track record with being on time, it probably won't be around 5 p.m. Eastern time. It'll probably be more around 8. If you remember his Afghanistan press conferences were always about three hours late, which was ridiculous. But anyways, Jen Psaki being asked, is Biden just going to say what he's been saying for the last year? And is there going to be any new plans? Uh, and is this going to affect American life in any way, shape, or form? You know, again, is he just going to kind of continue saying what he's been saying, encourage people to do whatever? Uh, and Jen Psaki said, when asked, is this going to affect other people's life? She said, it depends on if you're vaccinated, which is a, whoa, hold on. This is a new wrinkle. Can the federal government do anything about vaccine mandates other than encourage them at the private level? Uh, the answer is no. Having said that, if you remember, the Biden administration completely ignores the law. Again, this is not a partisan thing. This is not a, I don't like the Biden administration. I don't. But this is more of a legitimately, they have in a number of circumstances, just decided to completely ignore existing law. Example, if you remember, the Supreme Court ruled that the CDC cannot ban evictions. That's not something that the CDC can do and the Biden administration can do. And knowing that the Supreme Court had set that precedent, they did it anyway because the Biden administration thinks they can completely ignore federal law. So the worry is when the reporter asks, is this going to affect American lives? And Jen Psaki says, well, it depends if you're vaccinated. Does the federal government have any power to mandate vaccines for all of the citizens? No, it absolutely does not. That is not to say they won't try it anyway. Because again, the Biden administration has been known to completely ignore the law. Jensaki in that same clip also goes, goes on to say it's going to it's going to provide access to testing. Who can't get a COVID test? I, see, what, what does that even mean? Is the federal government going to spend more money on access to COVID testing? Who can't get a test? Well, you can walk down the street and accidentally get a test. That's how ever present they are. I don't understand what. And then she goes on about kids being safe in schools. Well, even Dr. Fauci. Mr. Harem Scarum, Dr. Fauci, everything is a disaster. Everything is locked out at all costs, Dr. Fauci. Oh, which reminds me, there's a really interesting story uh, from, I want to say the Washington Post about Dr. Fauci and Peter Daszak and the whole Wuhan lab leak theory. 
Uh, maybe we'll get into depth on that tomorrow. Um, but anyways, even Dr. Fauci said the Delta variant, the new variant spreading around the country, is less likely to be more dangerous to kids. It's spreading more and faster. Again, we're being realistic here about what's actually happening. It's spreading faster, but it's not nearly, it's not at any worse. It's not any worse than the previous iteration of COVID for kids. There's just more kids now getting it and ended up being totally fine because that's what kids have been totally fine. So again, she's talking about Testing, more access to testing, which we don't need. Making sure kids are safe, which they are. We should get into, I should have pulled this up, but we should get into some of the suicide numbers of teenage kids in relation to COVID deaths. If you're not aware, there have been a ton more suicides among your high school age group than COVID deaths. And that number has shot up because probably all of the lockdowns and staying out of school and keeping them away from their friends. Um, but again, utter craziness coming out of the Biden administration. Tonight-ish, Joe Biden is supposed to address the nation with more COVID rules. And what Jen Psaki has been hinting at is uh, it's going to get worse. It's not going to be the same old encouragement to get the vaccine or whatever it is. It's going to be worse, according to what Jen Psaki says. Um, Want to get to another really quick quick clip from the White House before we get into Larry Elder um, being assaulted by an egg. Uh, tried to. Again, the lady missed because she's a terrible shot and in line with a bunch of other things she probably does terribly in terms of just being a human being. Uh, let's listen to another White House press briefing segment, not from Saki, but from another guy talking about inflation. Uh, inflation not being a thing at all. Oops, I'm sorry. I Thought I pressed play, but it turned out I backed it up. Here's this the question of grocery prices um, and the increase in grocery prices that we have seen recently over the last uh, couple of months. Which is interesting on its face because, remember, they have not admitted to uh, inflation isn't happening. It, no, inflation is not happening. It's not. No, and prices aren't going up. And uh, just right off the bat here, we're, now they're being forced to say, We've seen some prices go up, and now they're going to try to explain it away. This is why this clip. Is um, and if we if we unpack that, uh, one of the interesting findings of the report that we put out today is that about half of the overall increase in grocery prices can be attributed to a significant uh, increase in prices in three products: in uh, beef in pork and in poultry. And in beef and in pork, we've seen double-digit increases in prices over the last uh, couple of months. Um, in fact, if you look at the category that uh, is grocery prices, what economists call food at home, so food that is being uh, purchased uh, to eat at home, um, in a number of areas we've seen, if you take out those three categories, we've actually seen in, uh, price increases that are more in line with uh, historical norms. So uh, this guy saying that, yeah, we, 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 for one, finally admitting, yeah, grocery prices have gone up a little bit, but it's really only these three things. Obviously, those things being the most consumed products in the grocery store, beef, uh, poultry, and pork. So, obviously, that's relevant. But no, 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 if you take out those three, then prices are uh, going up pretty consistent with uh, everything else. 
Inflation's not happening. Totally not happening because we're pumping trillions of dollars into an economy that doesn't need it, paying people to stay at home. All of those sorts of things, this guy's saying, oh, it's not causing inflation. Just a little bit. If you take out those, those, those items, it doesn't actually matter. Well, here's the thing that he's not saying, uh, and a thing that I think that a lot of people aren't necessarily – people are aware of this when they actually go to the grocery store and get food and bring it home. Shrinkflation. A lot of people I've talked to have noticed it but haven't been able to put the word to what actually it is that they're seeing. You buy a box of wheat thins or Cheerios or whatever it is. The price might be the same, maybe a couple cents higher, and you go, ah, that's just kind of the way it is. But have you noticed that there's less in the bag? Crackers especially, Triscuits, Wheat Thins, I, I get those all the time. And what I've noticed is that there's like four Triscuits in this box. It's the same price, but there's just less of it. That is what's called shrinkflation. They're not increasing the price of the product. They're lessening the quantity of the product that you get for the same price, which also is inflation. Because maybe you're not paying the same amount for, maybe you're paying the same exact amount for this actual box, but instead of buying one box, you got to buy one and a half. And obviously, since one and a half boxes isn't pertinent or relevant or possible, you have to buy two boxes. So yes, inflation is going through the roof. Uh, the inflation reports that come out every month are such that it's continuing to rise constantly. The most recent inflation report that came out had a key indication of inflation jumping 3.6%, which is the fastest rise in 30 years. But again, the Biden administration is continuing to deny the fact that inflation is happening and also deny the fact that inflation is happening and also continue to cause more inflation by pumping more money into the system that we don't need. Remember that whole infrastructure bill, the bipartisan infrastructure bill that just passed is going to put a hundred or sorry, a trillion dollars of new money into the system that we don't have and we don't need. We need some actual infrastructure, but not a trillion dollars worth. That's insane. Well, yeah, that is going to cause inflation. So they're denying that inflation is existing and also doing everything they can to pump up inflation. We live in a crazy world. Uh, I want to get to Larry Elder. Speaking of a crazy world, I want to get to Larry Elder and what he has to go through in California. If you're not familiar with this story, because I know we have people watching from all over the place. Um, got a message from a lady in Wisconsin yesterday about the corrupt California t-shirts and wanting to make one for her state in Wisconsin, which uh, was good. So, ma'am, if you're listening in Wisconsin or if you're listening anywhere else around the country, I, I have no idea how other states are taking in the recall election for King Gavin Newsom. The... Uh, this recall election. These shirts are available at the Joe Bob Show Shop in the link in the bio. If you don't have one, they're hilarious. Uh, corrupt California t-shirts at the Joe Bob Show Shop. But anyways, I'm not sure how much people are paying attention to the California recall election if you don't live in California. So just to briefly set this up, King Gavin Newsom set a bunch of crazy laws Throughout COVID. Ooh, by the way, California is still in a state of emergency. 
You don't know. Everybody panic. It's an emergency. California is still in a state of emergency. Never-ending emergency. Uh, but because of laws like that and dictator-like edicts coming out of the governor's mansion in Sacramento, there's a recall effort saying you can't do that. Partially, actually probably primarily fueled by the fact that King Gavin himself set all of these crazy rules. You can't, you got to eat Thanksgiving dinner alone. Nobody can come over. And if you're going to have people come over, you got to be outside and wear masks, said King Gavin. And then I kid you not, that same week, he went to the most pop, most famous, probably most expensive and fanciest restaurants in the world without a mask, with 10 other people indoors, and to celebrate the birthday of one of his close friends and most powerful lobbyists in the state. All of those things combined led to King Gavin being on the ballot for a recall that's happening right now in California. Now, so just so you know, that's what's happening. With that, there's a guy named Larry Elder who's running for California governor. Larry is a talk show host who's been doing radio for the last, geez, probably 20 years, maybe more. Larry's an attorney. He's a smart guy, um, very articulate. I've known Larry for, geez, three or four years now. Um, always super kind to me. Every interaction we've had, uh, really good dude. Smart guy, conservative dude, really good guy. Uh, again, if you don't know about Larry Elder, the other factoid about him is he also happens to be black. I don't care about that at all. And I don't think anybody should. I, I, I think that's ridiculous if you care that Larry Elder is black. He is a smart, articulate person who would do a great job fighting Democrats in Sacramento, which is what he would have to do. But he is black, which factors into this story. Larry Elder was walking to, uh, doing a tour of Venice uh, yesterday when a woman in a gorilla mask threw an egg at his head. Now, she missed. We'll play the video in a couple seconds, but I want to set this up. Uh, but nevertheless, here's what I'm getting. Wow. Let me play this video for you and you can see. Now, uh, there was a lot of swearing in this <laughs> video. I tried to get as much of it as I can, but I apologize if I missed a couple. There are some, there are crazy people, like literally crazy people that are probably methed out of their mind, uh, on the streets of Venice attacking Larry Elder and his group of people that were walking there through that town in Los Angeles. Um, <clears throat> so I apologize if some, some, some cuss words slipped through, but let's, uh, let's, let's watch. Look at how far she missed by. Four feet away, this lady missed.
So if you're just listening to this, uh, this lady threw an egg at Larry's face, and then one of the people that was with him confronted her, and then she punched him. Uh, somebody else threw an egg at him. Larry was rushed to a car instead of going to his tour bus. I cut the rest of the audio here because it uh, it is uh, laced with verbiage that we can't have. Um, but again, yeah, if you're just listening to this, what happened was Larry uh, was walking down the street. Black man. Again, I don't think that matters at all. And if you do, you are by definition racist. Do you think it matters that Larry Elder is black other than the hilarity of California being put in a position to vote for a cisgendered white male over a black over the first black governor of California? Other than the hilarity of that, it does not matter at all that Larry Elder is black. I don't think it should. No, it shouldn't. If, if that matters to you, there's something wrong with you. Again, Larry Elder is a smart guy, an articulate guy, a guy who's been in politics for the last 20 years in California running for governor. However, given that the left wants to continue to play these games, the whole race game. Remember, if you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, it's because you're misogynistic. If you didn't vote for Barack Obama, it's because you're racist. That is a bunch of crap. If you think that Barack Obama got less votes because he's black, you're, you're out of your mind. There's no way. I, if there was a way to tell, I would be willing to bet that Barack Obama got more votes because he was black. Hillary Clinton got more votes because she was a woman. Not less. That's, that's not the way the world works. Maybe in the 40s. Maybe even later than that. But that's not the way the world works. Anyways, Larry Elder is here uh, walking through the streets of Los Angeles and a white woman in a gorilla mask of all things. Black man walking, woman, white woman in gorilla mask throws egg at his head. Now, if the roles were reversed and Larry Elder was a Democrat and running for, let's just say, let's pick a, a red state, running for Texas governor. Let's just say, let's hypothetically here, let's just say Larry Elder Black man, Democrat, running for Texas governor, and this happens to him in Texas, the media would lose their minds. A black liberal getting an egg thrown at their head by a white woman with a gorilla mask on? It is the epitome of racism. But no, because Larry Elder is a freedom-loving, more conservative-leaning individual. It doesn't matter to the mainstream media. I see this story covered anywhere other than Fox News. MSNBC didn't touch it. CNN didn't touch it. But look, again, I'll, I'll say this a number of times. I don't care that Larry Elder is black, but given the fact that liberals tend to play party politics, racial identity politics constantly, this should matter to them. California has the opportunity to elect the first black man to the governorship ever. According to a lot of your left-wing media, that's the only thing that matters, right? 
But no, because Larry Elder is a conservative. That is not the case, California. Your super ultra woke liberals are going to continue to vote for a cisgendered white male in Gavin Newsom. Uh, the main thing that I think is is happening here is is the the big takeaways. The whole race thing is just over. Like the the political candidates race is just over. If you're a I if you're a transgender black gay female non-binary I don't know all of the things, and you support low taxes and more freedom for the individual. And the person running you're running against is, I don't know, for more taxes. I don't care. I don't care what they are. I'm voting for the person with the lower taxes and the more personal individual freedom. I do not care what your race is, how you identify, what sexuality you are. None of that should matter. I, I have no idea why it does. And it shouldn't. And after this Larry Elder race, if he's not successful. The whole racial identity politics nonsense that Democrats and the left continue to play is just over. It doesn't, the whole race thing in terms of candidates does not matter at all. Because the left continues to say that we need more equity. Well, here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity for equity. You're going to add a black governor of the biggest state in the union. This is what you should be for. So anytime the left says that, well, if you don't like Kamala Harris, it's because you're a racist bigot. No, it's because she's a terrible person. That's why we don't like Kamala Harris. Because she's awful. Race has nothing. Race and gender have nothing to do with it. He's a terrible person, a terrible candidate, and a bad politician. Um, speaking of Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris was in California to campaign for King Gavin Newsom. Apparently, Kamala Harris cares more about saving Gavin Newsom's job than saving Americans in Afghanistan. But nevertheless, she was out here in California campaigning for Gavin Newsom. I'm not going to play you any of the video because it's the same old, same old. We have to save California from the Republicans. That's actually a perfect impression of her, by the way. Um, but the reason I have this photo up of Kamala Harris is that this story came out yesterday. Minnesota man freed by Kamala Harris-supported bail fund has been charged with murder. An alleged domestic abuser who was bailed out of the clink by a fundraiser backed by Vice President Harris has been charged with murder. In June 2020, Kamala Harris tweeted, If you're able, chip in now to the MN Freedom Fund and help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. Help those who are protesting in Minnesota get out of jail, says Vice President Kamala Harris. Well... One of the people that that fund let out of jail murdered a guy on Sunday. Kamala Harris backed a fund. That fund then bailed out a criminal in jail in Minnesota who is now charged with murder. Just killed a person on Sunday. According to reports, 38-year-old Louis Damian Martinez-Ortiz of Minneapolis was fatally shot by George Howard, 48, during a road rage incident 
incident on Sunday. Howard was charged with two counts of second-degree murder. Road rage. Again, Kamala Harris pushed a fund that ultimately led to the release of this person who then went and shot a dude because he cut him off on the freeway. How's your utopia coming, Democrats? Ah, criminals are, ah, we should just let all the criminals out. No big deal. Also, I, I, it, it's, it's weird to say, it's weird that Kamala's out here campaigning with Gavin. I don't, I don't know if Gavin knows how unpopular she is. It, it's such a shame that Kamala Harris is the vice president. It, it's, there could have been a real, talking again about race and politics, there could have been a smart, independent thinking, non-race baiting female of color to be the first vice president of the United States. Instead, it was Kamala Harris who is only there because she's a woman of color. I'll say that again. Kamala Harris is only the vice president because she's a woman of color. Well, what about her credentials? What about her credentials? The fact that she had to drop out of the presidential primary before Iowa, before the first caucus, because Democrats didn't like her as a candidate? Kamala Harris is majorly unpopular with Democrats. So tell me, why then would Joe Biden pick her as his running mate? To check a box, which is so sad for minority women all over the place. There are, minority, there are minority women out there who would have been much better choices or who would have been carried the mantle much better than Kamala Harris. But unfortunately, because the left continues to play identity politics, she's there because she is a minority woman, which really sucks for the competent, smart minority woman that could have gotten to that spot on their merit rather than their skin color or their gender. Just sucks. Um, speaking about race in politics, wow, there's so many stories here that I can't, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to get to the big Washington Examiner piece. Uh, we'll save that for tomorrow. That's kind of an, basically Brian York of the Washington Examiner saying that uh, racial politics is not going the way Gem Democrats would have hoped. It's going actually the opposite way. Uh, in 2002, so this guy wrote a book saying Democrats are going to have a permanent majority given the demographic fluctuation. There, there's more. The browning of America is going to help Democrats. Oh, not so fast. Great article in the Washington Examiner that we'll get to probably tomorrow talking about how, uh, uh, yeah, not so fast, Dems. Uh, your Hispanics and your minority individuals that you're depending on for your votes are leaning the other way. Uh, but we'll get to that article tomorrow. I wanted to talk about this really quick. Robert E. Lee had a statue that came down in Virginia yesterday. Um, get to my thoughts on that in a second. Uh, blackface Robert Northrum, uh, the governor of Virginia. The remember, if you remember, the uh, governor of Virginia did blackface 20 years ago. I, I don't know, however long ago. And if he were Republican, that kick him out of office. Absolutely. Get, get rid of him. We can't have that. Blackface is unacceptable. 
kids, there was a kid that dressed up as Martin Luther King that wore black face paint to school and he was ridiculed and sent home. A kid, because Martin Luther King was his hero, is his hero. But you, he can't do that. Governor Northam, on the other hand, can totally do that. Why? Because he's a Democrat. And yes, they were saying, well, he might resign. Here's, you know why he survived? He did blackface, which is an unexcusable offense for Democrats, unless his lieutenant governor, the second in command, was a groper, had a sexual assault complaints against him. So if Northrop resigns, that guy can't take place. And the third guy in line is a Republican. So we'll just keep him in office for a while, even though he committed the unforgivable sin of blackface 20 years ago. Same thing with Justin Trudeau also did blackface at a thing. Anyways, a Robert E. Lee statue came down in Virginia and Governor Blackface filmed the entire thing and was so excited. Now look, this statue, it was a six story statue of Robert E. Lee that came down in Virginia. Uh, I'm fine with it. Uh, it came down the right way, meaning that people got together, they voted, the state can do whatever they want, who cares? And they voted on it. They approved it. The state Supreme Court approved the taking down of a historical statue. Um, and everybody involved, wh whether you agree with the statue coming down, whatever. But it was done the right way. What I'm not cool with is mobs with ropes and hammers coming in the middle of the night and tearing down statues. And people just going, well, I guess the mob just wanted the statue down, so there's nothing we can do about it. That I, We can't have that in a modern society. That's not something that we can tolerate at all. Uh, I'll be honest with you, statues of Confederate soldiers, especially big old ones like that are weird, uh, especially ones that went up during the Civil Rights era or Jim Crow. It's weird. I, I think it's odd that those are there and I, I don't mind them coming down. It's like if Vladimir Putin invaded Germany and then took over Germany and then decided to build, Germans decided to build a statue of Angela Merkel and Vladimir Putin was like, yeah, that's fine. It's weird. It's a weird thing that we do in the United States having statues of Confederate military personnel. Now, granted, Robert E. Lee was probably a more honorable man outside of the whole slavery thing uh, than other people that if Korea got united and South Korea ended up moving into North Korea and united the entire Korean peninsula, it would be weird if they put a statue of Kim Jong-un in South Korea. Just saying. Uh, I, I feel a little uncomfortable with these statues. I don't mind them coming down if people get together and decide that that's what they're going to do and it's done in an orderly fashion. What I can't stand is mobs going around and tearing down statues of George Washington in some places, Portland. That we can't have that. And then the people just going, oh, I don't know what we do. The mob didn't want it. Um, anyway, that's that. Uh, another quick headline. Jeez, I don't have time to get into it too much, but the U.S. agreed to, or the U.S. says the Taliban agreed to allow 200 Americans and other civilians to leave Afghanistan. That whole Afghanistan story is fascinating too. Uh, we, we evacuated a ton of people almost none of which were the people we were supposed to evacuate. We'll get into more of that story maybe later on down the road. Dang, there's not enough time in the day uh, to get to all of this stuff. Uh, I want to really quick then 
given that uh, it's the towards the end and we're, we're backing down a little bit. Get to meme time. I only got one for you today, but it is a funny one. Um, ooh, let me make sure this is the right one. There we go. Uh, meme time today. This is kind of funny. We'll read it to you if you're just listening. <laughs> As a guy in his bed saying, hi, I'd like a wake-up call. And the receptionist said, the price of goods isn't going up. Government involvement in the market is making the value of your dollar go down. Oh, my gosh, wake-up call. <laughs> uh, this is one of those that's hilarious and also horrifying. It's horrifarious, if you will. Um, <laughs> meantime, let me browse through some of the comments here. Uh, oh, this one from Ralph uh, regarding probably the Larry Elder story. Demos, white elite racists. Yeah, seriously, if, you, if you're going to go by their own definition of people being different because they're a different skin color than you. By definition, you are a racist. You're lefty elites. But not like I think you're racist, like by the Webster definition of racism, thinking that somebody's different because they're a different skin color than you is racist. Not your Ibram X. Kendi definition of racism, which is also insane. Ibram X. Kendi, if you don't know, is, defines racism as... Racism is when racism exists to perpetuate racial, racial inequities, some other nonsense. Maybe we'll play that clip for you somewhere down the road. Um, it's another one regarding the Larry Elder story. Uh, just disgusted by this story, left rears its ugly head again. Yeah, seriously. The racist left. Go figure. Look, I, I don't think... I'll just say this. I don't think that voting no on the recall automatically makes someone a racist. I refuse to believe that. Even though there's a lot of people out there saying that if you support Gavin Newsom, you're racist. I don't think that for a second. But it is kind of funny seeing the entire lefty media be turned on their head by having to support a cis white gender male over a black man. The whole racism argument thing is done. Anyways, I'm out of time. I gotta get uh, gotta get off here. Gotta get uh, get some of those other things. If you haven't checked out my show on Daily Caller, we got a new one on semiconductors in China and how they might cause World War Three. Uh, check that out if you'd like some doom and gloom in your feed. Over on the Daily Caller called Quality Control, uh, we do it once a week, deep dive into all of the things cultural politics going on. Uh, during the day. Also, if you haven't got a chance, go check out the Joe Bob Show Shop in the link in the bio, in the link of the show description of this, where you can get t-shirts like this, uh, the Joe Biden catchphrase shirt, what? Uh, or the Corruptifornia t-shirt, or the ever-popular Recall Gavin t-shirt. All of that and more, even the gas station stickers of, I did that? We did it, Joe. Gas prices higher than Hunter Biden and the ever-popular Miss Me Yet Donald Trump, the Capitalism Rocks shirt, the You're Welcome, Love Capitalisms, all these shirts available at the Joe Bob Show Shop uh, in the link in the show descriptions, uh, Joe Bob Show slash shop. If you're on Facebook, on the page that you're probably watching this on, click the shop button. They're very reasonably priced, too. You can get mugs, T-shirts, anything you want over there, stickers. Uh, but head on over to the Joe Bob Show Shop. Uh, let us keep doing what we're doing. Uh, we really enjoy doing it. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. That's going to do it for us today. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Got a lot of stuff on 9-11, 20 years after the fact uh, that we'll start talking about uh, tomorrow, bright and early. 
right back here. See you then. God bless America.